laptop that I use in the other room. It's just... It couldn't have anything to do with the quality of civilization. It has to be the internet. Always the internet. Cross-platform quality variations. (laughs) And we're live on Facebook. (laughs) We go live on the line cross-platform variations because... uh, I don't know. I feel bad for our viewers already. We've barely started. Already bad for our viewers. <laughs> we are live on Facebook. And if anybody's going to be watching, sorry, but we will not be commenting, or at least the players will not be commenting on anything that is being said because they are too busy playing the game. Woo! Woo woo. To read your comments could possibly be metagaming, and that's punishable by death. No, I mean, the exercise of metagame is literally having outside knowledge and not acting on it. Like, that's that's yeah. burden. Like, there's no real test if you don't. Joke's on you. I'm going to stab him anyway if he's going to explode. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what my character would do. <laughs> my character would stab everybody. Usually that line causes an argument in my house, but my character would do that. That's usually uh, making an excuse for bad behavior. Yeah, it is. I should start using that in life. The real thing to do as a role player is to do the thing that makes sense for the group, but find out why your character would do that. Mm -hmm. So it's not (laughs) we're splitting the party because that's what my character would do. It's my character has a reason to stay with these people. And I had to dig really, really deep to figure out why that made sense, given what I know about her personality. Uh, and then and then there was the our, our great Facebook chat over our hiatus. Oh, yeah. That was quite funny. Especially Evan's last comment. I don't remember what I said. Evan's last comment was after we talked about someone being... What was it? Was it just me fucking everything up? That sounds like the thing. No. <laughs> I mean, be more than a one-note character. It, it's your expre- it's your ex- surprised oh shit look emoji. Uh, it was agreed. Mel does make a good symbol for the people. I hope she doesn't <laughs> die. <in order>. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, uh, words cannot describe. So, uh, horror will. So. Horror will. Words cannot, but horror will. Just, just horrified looks. So that's, that was <laughs> it. Um, okay, so we last left off as y'all did get uh, and destroy some of the money that they had. Uh, you did lose one fleet. Uh, some took some losses. And y'all left. Um the building and got on it and got back and did a few different things. Anybody else want to do a quick catch up? Um, because they also had problems with, um, somebody had some issues with a bomb around their neck. Yep. Yeah. That's Look, just don't stand too close to a hut when you're fucking with them. <laughs> or or the other lesson could have been don't fuck with a hut. But, you know, like, you do you and everyone else. Yeah, that's, 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 the real lesson here is don't fuck with a hut. 
Yeah. Or two, and stands two feet back at all times. <laughs> Nobody outpieces the hut. Maybe three. <laughs> Take your lesson. I enjoy that you found the very last hut in the universe and you just blew the fuck with it. It's like it's like there being one rake in the entire lawn and stepping on it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but that's a lot less satisfying. He found the only rake in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we are doing a fast forward episode. Um, we have given these guys I've given these guys a certain time frame uh, that they need to uh, figure out what's going on. During the time of this, um, I'll just kind of go back over. Um, since the destruction of most of their financial institute of the Sith, uh, they've taken a harder grip on the reality and the world and the systems in their hands. Um, slavery has become very, very prevalent. Bounty hunters uh, have become rampant. Um, and fighting and trying to find members of the Resistance. Uh, every one of our resistance players are definitely now, uh, priority number one. Um, the, excuse me, the populace has pretty much almost, um, turned on the resistance because they brought the hell on us. Um, some people are just blatantly accepting the Sith because, uh, it is better to accept the Sith than die. Um, on top of that, uh, they've started recruiting non-Sith people in their army to do their dirty work. Uh, in other words, slave army, um, and forcing them to do stuff. Uh, a new villain has come out, uh, Darth Villas. Darth Villas is technically Frizz after a bit of finding out. Um, Frizz has gone full Sith. Uh, Sith in the traditional sense that we're used to, not Sith as in the race. Um, she is now uh, feared because she has a group of the race of Moraband, uh, which are her, I want to quote minions, but her assassination group that run around the galaxies trying to find resistance fighters or resistance people at all and killing them. Um, they are now considered, uh, the tales that are told in the dark, you know, to get kids to do things and behave that when someone disappears, they're like, uh, the race got you or the race are going to get you that type of thing. So, uh, people are now scared of anything of the race. Um, so what they've been given is they've been given six months worth of time frame to work things out uh, before the campaign starts back up again. Um, and the six months they've got to, I've given them, how are they going to, what are they going to do as individually and what are they going to do as a team? Um, because they've got to get back in because we are in technically, unquote, unquote, the end game. Um, this is where it's going to come down to either they live or they die. And while we did end on a semi-good note, it is now going to have to depend on what they do. Depends on what's going to happen to them. Um, so 
they did have a few ideas. We, I was listening uh, to their chatter that we did uh, about what they plan on doing, and it's actually pretty good. Um, who would like to work and get things done? I mean, in character, out of character, y'all know I don't have a problem with it. Um, but y'all did have quite a few discussions on how you plan on handling your end game. So, who wants to go with it? I think, uh, I think Gareth should pick us up. <laughs> I, I think so. No, no. <laughs> I, I Gareth. I don't. Jackie, do you want to make it unanimous? It's not unanimous if I don't agree. <laughs> you have been or a majority. By your friends and neighbors. <coughs> uh, you technically are on the run. Uh, most of the um, resistance is on the run, moving constantly, because it is too much of a problem to stay in one place. <coughs> so, who's going to speak for the group? The fearless leader that's commanding, the droid that's pretty much doing what everybody's whim. The symbol or martyrdom of the Republic and the Resistance, or the slap happy drunk mercenary that's just along for the ride, scared shitless twenty four seven. See, I feel like that's the perspective I want to hear from. I feel like we already <laughs> voted. Um, I want to hear from too, not the brutal pragmatist, the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the droid or the uh, the bright shining symbol of the rebellion I, I, I want to hear from the uh, the nut job well feel free to hop in anytime <laughs> <laughs> oh we're on an adventure already so Gareth's personal perspective is that things are going to shit and getting worse Mel is constantly off doing mysterious missions that he knows basically nothing about, and then coming back in the middle of the night. Gand is off doing things that are basically too important to tell him about, uh, and it, it, Gil is, is assisting where, where possible. And Gareth is constantly being uh, called back to... Oh, Aeon, uh, in hopes that his, you know, errands and chores that he's doing for a hut will eventually get this bomb collar off of his deck. And, I mean, being distanced from the fleet is also not a terrible idea when you're constantly being hunted by murder, murder wizards. Um, from what my character can tell, uh, a lot of the missions and things that we're trying to go down are not exactly going well, per se, but, uh, yeah. Shit. Uh, keep going, guys. I just had a major accident I have to fix. I'll Gan seems to have a plan from what I can tell, but, uh, it doesn't look like a good plan from an outside perspective. He's, he's giving you a surprisingly large number of uh, packages to carry the OIU. Yeah. 
Hopefully this is a big enough tithe gift payment that I don't have my head go pop. But uh, we shall see, I suppose. Anyone else anything interesting to talk about? In character drunk. Oh no, this is <laughs> This is whiskey pretending to be bourbon. <laughs> pretending to be bourbon. You know bourbon's a type of whiskey, right? Mm. Whatever. And Crown Royal's literally a whiskey. It's only a style. As, okay, it is Crown Royal Bourbon Mash Blended Canadian Whiskey. That's what, what I'm it is, doing. Is it's oh, Canadian oh, oh, whiskey, Canadian in the style whiskey of pretending to be bourbon. Okay. That's ex That's I wasn't lying. You just got it backwards. It's okay. You'll do better next time. <laughs> Whatever. How's uh how's things, Gonzo? <laughs> I'm getting the sense broken beyond repair. Is that... Uh, well, we can keep talking. Do you want to talk about how Mel is uh, definitely not Batman? <laughs> yeah, Mel's been... Uh, she's been doing a pretty good Batman impression lately. Um, she's definitely been uh, using her um, newfound abilities to go where she's needed, to show up to planets where, you know, recent slaving activities have been particularly brutal. Uh, she's showing up to places... Um, the, the kind of technology that she was gifted, technology sort of in air quotes by the um, uh, the followers of Bud Banar, has allowed her to kind of fly literally kind of under the radar of the, the Sith detection methods. So she's been sort of showing up on some planets, you know, popping out really, really quickly, like saving small groups of people, um, and then um, disappearing, like just, you know, leaving and then getting away as quickly as she can before major reinforcements show up. Um, She's focusing on kind of areas where the the work that she does, which, you know, never has enough of an impact to really kind of turn the tide of the resistance, can serve as more of a symbol for hope for the people that she's able to help with. Um, you know, trying to have an impact on the, the morale of the people sort of enslaved by the Sith rather than uh, making any huge strides. Uh, her hope during this entire process is to get more information about the Sith forces, uh, you know, encountering them if she can. Uh, there's there's this vain hope that she thinks she can still save Frizz, uh, but um, the more she hears about the actions of the students and followers of Frizz, the, uh, the less hope she has for that particular exercise. It's, uh, you know, it's been a really trying time on her. She's become more and more distant and more and more reclusive. Um, you know, fewer jokes, fewer laughs, you know, less connection to the people around her. Um, she tends to sort of show up when she's needed and otherwise sort of disappear into absent places. And uh, even when she's back at the, uh, the base, whatever temporary establishment that happens to be, she's solitary and she's in meditation um, or she's offering moralistic counsel, but not really offering any kind of leadership to the resistance movement. Clearly, been a bit of a hard time for her. How 
How's Gan's plan going? <laughs> okay, so so Gand needs to talk now. Uh, yeah. Just after, when word first came of increased bounty hunting on the resistance, Gand, in his uh, pragmatism and, and brilliance here, realizes that the uh, the Sith are taking the resistance as a serious threat. Which means that if the status quo could be maintained, it might be able to be used to the resistance's advantage. One, after having a discussion with Malokia and Gareth and uh, Gilbot early on, Gilbot suggesting that we sneak troops into enslaved planets, uh, Gand comes up with the brilliant idea of intentionally having some missions be botched. by passing, in return for uh, intentionally having some missions be botched every month or so, a certain number, and passing that information to Oayun about where resistance fighters would be and which missions they would be on so that Oayun's bounty hunters could make the profits uh, in exchange for uh, essentially making it so that Gareth, Gond, Mel, and Gil, and the majority of the fleet uh, are protected at least from that end. On top of that, it achieves the goal of seeding resistance inside slave camps. That is what Gand is doing to help the whole team. During this six-month time, though, Gand has really reclused. When he's not working on planning out which soldiers are ideally going to be seated as uh, resistant cells on slave planets, uh, he is really focused on his meditative practice. He is trying to go through the rituals of the Feinsman in an attempt to reach a point where he can learn his own name. This has become more important to him as this time has gone on than he thought previously when he would use personal pronouns like I. I am Gan. It's easy, but instead of, he, he essentially devotes all of his time to either planning out what planets need to have uh, people seated in their slave populations and his own religion 
he might go to Mel for counsel and moral guidance, but other than that, it's sending Datacrons through Gareth and following through on this plan that they had all worked out at the beginning. I believe that leaves Gilbot as the one of us who hasn't spoken yet. I believe so. <laughs> Gilbot in this time has been a lot less productive than you all. Uh, she, although she fights for the resistance, she does it because it is in her data and protocol to serve those who are uh, entrusted to protect her. With McGann, Mel, and uh, Gareth being so absent uh, in this time, Gilbot has learned that she took a lot of dependence on Mel. Mel was her main mechanic. She fixed her every time she broke. She helped raise, teach, and personify her first child, Gilboy, or um, who is now Gilbom, as he's been replaced, as you all know. So in this time, she has taken the opportunity to learn the way of mechanics, to focus less on her brawling, so that when the time comes again, when she is completely ripped apart, limb by limb, with nothing but her servo core sticking out and one arm, she won't have to reach up to Malikia, who might be fighting, and shouldn't stop to protect her. Um, and this time, too, she also made Gil Bomb more efficient. She has given him two little arms. He has never had arms before. He was just a floating ball, pretty much. Um, so now he has the ability to do things for himself a little bit more. Also, she stopped putting him in his, her compartment as much as she feels that he needs to also become his own independent being in this world because he may not have her around anymore either. Other than that, most of her duties have been through Servitor. She has not really left any of the main bases so much uh, as you guys have on the missions, although she has assisted any time that she has been called to do so. And she has just been living a typical life of a service robot. She successfully got herself banned from about three quarters of the main ship. For, uh, she tried to help, but it didn't always work so well. So she spends most of her time in the uh, quarters where the uh, residents would be or in the kitchen area serving there. But as far as main operations, uh, she is been doing pretty poorly with the computers. Unfortunately for you guys, the life of a droid is not nearly as exciting, typically, as the life of a organic human. You're, you're, you're there creating new droids in your own likeness. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but you guys do that by accident. I gotta work really hard for this. <laughs> Maybe it would be better if organic humanoids had to work really hard. Sarge was my creator. I've seen you guys do it by accident a lot. Jump up. Maybe people can see you. <laughs> well, you see, I, you just put a lampshade on the annoying service droid. <gasps> oh, kidding. Thank goodness this is a video and not just a stream or no, or a podcast, or no one will be able to see that glory right there. I'm in a different room this evening, and Cassandra's gone, so the cat has decided to come visit me. Okay. 
So I know it's not RPG related, but I hope Gonzo is okay. Yeah. I am. I had to clean up the mess. The uh, camera fell, hit my port wine, and shot port oh. all over my monitor. Oh, no. <laughs> what so, a waste of port. I know. I mean, also the technology could be a problem. But yeah. Well, I I'm getting into character. Not the port. Yeah. So I had to clean that up and clean myself up and wash my hands real quick. So I got it all cleaned up real quick. Um, okay. So uh, while y'all have done that, um, of course, the things that have happened that we've been talking about. Um, y'all have actually acquired a total of 12 extra experience. You may use that now because that is what's going to happen um, during this time. Um, and so figure out how you plan on using this with your abilities. Um, go ahead and take a little bit of time. Not a big deal. Um, because during this time... Um, you have been able to do some infiltration into the slave areas, but it is not going as well as you had hoped it would. Because you have noticed that sometimes when your uh, individuals turn in, the bounty hunters turn in some people, they just kill them on sight. Some of the Sith. <laughs> Well, of course. That's <laughs> reasonable and great. Uh, they're like, oh, you <laughs> helped the rebellion? Everyone. Um, they have actually just straight out killed a few people. Um, that's not supposed to be how being a bounty hunter works. <laughs> no, not the bounty hunters, the Sith that they turned them into. Correct. Oh. The Sith executed them. The bounty hunters are bringing in live people. I hope the bounty hunters are still getting paid. Oh, they're getting paid. Okay. Well, if there's anything I learned from Battle Angel Alita, you just need the head. <laughs> what? Whoa. That's a, that's a good reference. So that was pretty much about it. Um, you still have people that are, you know... Not too happy with you. There has now been a rumor floating around of a mysterious Jedi that has been helping uh, the Resistance. And she has been uh, described as a mysterious female uh, with a saber and the ability to move through and kill with a likeness they've never seen. Um, they have been nicknamed, yes, this is male that they're talking about. <laughs> uh, been nicknamed a shadow um, because going in and out without being seen or heard of has been kind of her forte for the time being. Um, Gil? You have actually started taking over as most of the chief uh, mechanic areas within the group, uh, oh. within everybody. Everybody, even oh. though they do find you quite a bit annoying, they kind of just let you go, here, fix this, and they kind of shove you at a project uh, on whatever ship that they're working on. Uh, 
It's okay. They use the word annoying, but I know they mean the word insightful. <laughs> I'll be over here. I, I'm not sure those mean what you think they mean. Uh, Gareth, they have actually found a way to remove your bomb. Uh-oh. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I can't hear you, Gareth. I, I can't hear you either. You're muted. You're muted again. What do you mean, found a way? <laughs> Was the intended method of removal explosion? Yes. <laughs> um, what the fuck? I guess they found a second way, which again, I think means they're resourceful. <laughs> the first wow. way was just put you outside and... I was way more chill about this than I should have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... This the uh, the the cartel has been like, yeah, sure, we can remove it. Sign this document. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you can read it, but I I will. Okay, uh, it pretty much says that you are technically a slave to the cartel until oh, you pay off your debt. <laughs> until you pay off your debt. We yeah, already knew that. Yeah. Uh, with a clause that I will not tell you uh, within the group. Okay. So. Seems yeah. Uh, you will have a clause written in there that only you, that you should be the only one to know what it says. Seems legit. Um, and I'll send it to you in just a second. Um, while we're talking about this. Um, is it titled the Santa Clause? It is not. It is called <laughs> the Major Clause. Um, on top of that, Gand, you are finding that it is harder and harder to communicate with the remaining rebellion because it's getting sparsed out farther and farther. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now breaking into smaller bands. The large fleets you have are, of course, smaller um, because it's easier to find a larger group than a smaller group. And so you're having issues trying to contact them. So what are you planning on? I'm, I'm thinking about my, my tactical options. Okay. I, I'm sorry. It was just like new new information need to process. There's a lot there. Um, yeah. Um, Mel, the you have been contacted by the knights also. Uh, and they uh, they don't have a problem per se with what you're doing. Uh, they just make sure that you're still following the code. Um, you do have uh, your ghost mentor show up every once in a while uh, and check in on you. Um, and he just makes sure that you're doing okay, uh, that your violence has start not started to push you 
to the ways of the dark side. What are you doing to combat that is what they're looking at. Sure. Um, Mel's definitely taking a, an interesting approach to the violence. She's been practicing the, the sort of um, Jedi studies of the aesthetic, cutting herself off, not just from technology, but also from people. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping herself separate from kind of everything that can serve as an influence in the world, and then being incredibly sort of centered in force when she takes these actions. Um <clears throat> That's made her behavior sometimes very um, in line with the flow of the Force. Sometimes her actions feel very dark, and sometimes her actions behave very light. She, um, so she, every time she comes away from it, uh, she meditates for these long periods of time, trying to understand her actions as in accordance with the Force, and trying to understand, um, trying to influence her own will into the direction that it takes her. Um, so she always leaves with the hope of helping people and in her course sometimes ends up killing people and then has to sort of figure out if that was okay or not. Um, it's been really uncomfortable for her because um, technology has been a way that she's felt very grounded in moments. It's been a way that she's felt a sort of sense of permanency of things. Uh, so she's she's definitely been having a lot of trouble being uh, like kind of a being of the force, a sort of a force of will herself rather than um, kind of a person with a lot of decisions, autonomy, and control. Um, so yeah, no, they're right to be worried. And I think the experience of her, her ghost friend checking in is probably very needful. And she's even probably distant to another being of the force. I wouldn't say there's no cause to worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gil, is there anything you wanted to do? Uh, change and get stuff going? Um, so I will say I sunk my points in mechanics, obviously. Um, Gilbot has been mostly working on that. Uh, she has been maintaining the fleet, keeping that all operational as best she can. A lot of it's hodgepodge together. Uh, honestly, because no one has needed to communicate with her, she on- does has no idea what situation we are as a rebellion. She, she's just simply been serving and been responding to commands when necessary. She is out of the loop. Okay. Give me a second. Um... All right. Um, so you you sunk all your points, your points that you just spent into mechanics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mel. Got Twelve, right? Twelve. Mel put her points into a talent called intense focus. And. Oh, I, I just thought it was narratively appropriate. No. <laughs> did you want me to look up what it does? Well, yeah. If you're gonna, yeah, it would be great if you knew what it did. I mean, like it. it this is a role-playing game. I think we could probably figure out what it does. Uh, intense focus makes you stare. Uh, perform really an hard. intense focus maneuver. Suffer one strain and upgrade the ability of the next skill check once. Not bad. 
It's like aiming, but for lightsabers. <laughs> aiming. And also you don't move, which is less impressive with a melee weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, have you figured out what you're going to put your points in? Yeah, I'm just, I just have to figure out how the XP math works, but... Uh... I, I accidentally didn't make note of what my XP was my awarded XP was at before I started trying to add 12, and so I uh, <laughs> I have to un- and just close out of my character sheet and reopen it. Without subtracting 12. Hmm. 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 Alright. I think I'm going to put so I've been stuck on the idea of them removing Gareth's collar and I wonder if it was a painful process I mean if it wasn't meant to be then they definitely made it so intentional (laughs) Because I imagine you're using some type of uh, like torch, like a blowtorch, and that can be pretty hot. Um, <laughs> apparatus is mostly metal. So yes, twenty-four. Okay. Unused. Dunka, 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 dunka. Sorry. One thing Gilbot has realized in this time she spent investing in learning about mechanics is although she has spent these several months learning about this trade, she hasn't become that much more experienced in it. <laughs> she still feels a little subpar. Um, Gil, you're sitting there working on some stuff and Boy is out, you know, floating around and everything and just kind of using the new limbs. Um disappears for quite some time and comes back a few hours later and goes mom oh my have you always been able to speak or did I forgot that I gave you that operation I gave it myself oh my he's like the arms start spinning and stuff well, I believe those apparatuses we need to work on because I do not recall giving you full rotation cuffs. It's like, well, you gave me the ability to change and the ability to use, so I'm improving myself. <laughs> uh, Gilbot, in that moment, begins to experience the closest thing to pride that she has probably endured in her life. Uh, she puts both of her huge arms around Gilbot or Gilboy. Uh, both of her hands around his body and says, you are going to become great. Can I you stop can becoming be as... a bomb? Uh, Gilboy, there's something I need to tell you. You are not my first project. In this galaxy exists another and I swore to myself after she destroyed my first model of your creation, which I hope that maybe you have some memory of your chips parts being reused in that manner, but I don't think you do. Her and I cannot exist at the same time. 
her and you cannot exist. When the time comes, either her or I will be destroyed. I may need you to avenge me, but I want you to have that option in that moment. And if I remove your bomb, you may not have that option. And you will have to live with the vengeance that you will not be able to seek that is also in my heart. But you have the power to endure your own creation. And if you want the bomb removed, I will safely acquire a team to remove it. Okay. That really hurt Gilbot in that moment to say out loud the realization of the really horrible purpose she created her second child with. Right. Boy flies off. Uh, Gilbot suddenly does not want to be in the repair section of uh, the <laughs> ship anymore. Six more. Where are you going to go? Um... She doesn't know if any of her other friends are on the ship or not, uh, so she decides to just hang, hang out at the main commuter hall and maybe just simply run into a person that she can have some type of interesting one-way conversation with. Um, you can find uh, Gand and Gareth. Mel is very much not around a lot, so you can find them. Marvelous. Uh... She does have the ability to track people to the ship. Uh, where is Gan's location? Uh, up in the command center. Still so working she, on different things. Maybe she could be of assistance. Uh, Gilbot ascends to the to that center. Okay. You find Gan working, you know, of course, within the command center. Everybody else moving around, making communications and stuff. And doing a bunch of different things. Uh, you can see him trying to talk to people. Uh, commanding people like he normally does. Gilbot has learned that she, although really enjoys talking, she does need to wait her turn. So she stands in the back with her arms to her side, uh, ready at any moment to uh, provide any assistance to anyone who is in need of it. Uh, you, shade mode. <laughs> you definitely um, have... You know, people frantically moving around like they're having, because uh, there's going to be some communication errors going on right now. Mm. So, for the record, I have put my experience points into cool and negotiation. Okay. Never change. <laughs> Although, also, please do. <laughs> And to read a legal document. That's learning. <laughs> it, I mean, evidently, no, it's not. But also, well done. Well, hopefully, he's reading that legal document really well. And checking all the things that are being asked about it. Um, ooh, Jackie, come on back. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, you're standing there, and Gans making some stuff, and you hear one of the consoles off to the left is just, like, beeping a warning beep or something of uh, some strange manner. Oh. Uh, it would be incredibly rude to interrupt the, his conversation still, so she 
walks over and tries to resolve the problem herself. She hits a few keys uh, to open up the command prop of whatever is occurring there. Bates, this is, uh, 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 you see this weird, strange comm sign you don't recognize. Mm. She looks over. Is Gan still in conversation? Uh, well, he's like doing what normal Gan stuff, just going back and forth, back and forth between different things. Uh, uh. What do we do? We're stuck. Gilbot coughs. Very loudly, and looks in Gan's direction. And takes notice of Gilbot because quite an impressive uh, silhouette. That's true. Uh, <coughs> Hello, yeah. Gan. I did not see you there. Can you assist me? Yes. Sorry. Setting up dead drops with uh, the other uh, cells. There is a strange symbol on my screen, and I am not literate to whatever sign this is. Uh, Gan looks at the screen. Uh, you recognize it as a, not an old sign, but it's definitely not any, any of the newer ones. Um, back when part of the older fleets uh, were much larger. Um, but it is, it is a good sign. It's, it's an just, old code, but it checks out. It's an old code, but it checks out, yes. We can use that one. This is Gam. Sit rep. Um, we are stuck on a planet. Uh, gives you the planet's uh, coordinates and stuff. And we need to get off because we are out of supplies. We are needing help. Uh, how many... How long can you hold out? Uh, we maybe th maybe three months, if that. Three months. If we're lucky. I guess I'm gonna have to make a roll. All right. <gasps> we should all roll our destiny points. Oh yeah, give me destiny points oh, yeah, real we quick. Yeah, we need to roll those, don't we? Go give me destiny points real quick. Ooh yeah. Jedi is a thing. <coughs> Tim, give me a Destiny Duro. No way, in case you want to use them. Ah! I'm participating. Two black, three white. Okay. We'll clear this out. All right. Ooh, okay, uh. sure. um, but they've only got roughly maybe three months left before they're in dire straits. Ooh. So I have no clue how long it takes to get there. Nope. You don't recognize it. Star charts have been having an issue. Uh, uh, uh. Gil, you do notice that Gand is trying to work some star charts and is not able to figure out how to get where he needs to be. Hmm. I may be of assistance of this. Uh, Gil kind of rudely puts her hands on the keyboard because her desire to be useful outweighs her desire to be sociable. 
And <laughs> she decides to uh, hit some keys that she does not think he realizes need to be hit. Let's see. Do your astrogation. Astrogation. So, Gilbot does not know much about astrogation, but she knows a lot about astrology. And she's assuming they're about the same thing. <laughs> Gil looks like a Virgo to me. <laughs> certainly Virgo ascendant, right? Like, we can all agree on that. <laughs> Y'all are bad. <laughs> um, you're like, it's, yeah... Yeah, um, you hit your own coordinates to where you are exactly. We are right here. You're welcome. Where we are. Yes. This one knows where he is. See, Bill's pretty good at astrogation, but I suspect she's off on a mission. <laughs> you, yes. you, you see this, uh, this droid walk up and go, Reaches over, puts his hand, uh, puts his hand in the the console, uh, mm -hmm. attaches to it, and goes here, and then pulls his hand out and walks away. I showed him how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. It's a droid model that's older than your whole existence, but not his axe. And they say you can't teach old droids new tricks. At least Mal being a symbol of hope is working right now as opposed to what's going on with us and our part of this plan. Uh, Mel, are you leaving any type of tag or... Anything to show that it's you or whatever? Have you have you worked on any of that besides just killing Sith? Well, Mel's specifically going to save people. Uh, and she's doing it in high-impact areas. So the kind of, quote, tag that she leaves, the sort of marker, is mm -hmm. like the hope in the eyes of the people who she rescues or the stories that they get to spread or to tell. Um, and it serves her interest to not leave us any specific kind of calling card because then other stories of people hopefully rescuing people kind of get identified as like the same kind of thing. So she sort of is in many places at once and is even more kind of mysterious and untraceable than before. Um, probably she's had other kind of copycat type people, maybe even people who she herself has rescued kind of appearing and helping people. Okay. Sometimes she's a cloaked figure. Sometimes she's a mysterious tall blue woman wielding a lightsaber. Sometimes she doesn't even take out her lightsaber. It's choosing instead to just, you know, rescue the people without any need for conflict. Although the opportunities are rarer than you might expect. You just because... fling them off the ridge or yep. kick them off the, the balconies. Uh, a symbol has been appearing, though. A uh, large bloom, uh, blossoming tree with a saber down the middle of it. That has been she appearing. doesn't disapprove. She just, uh, <laughs> like, fan art's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that has been appearing uh, up wherever you've been, per se. Um, but that's what's been happening around you. Because uh, they no do notice that your, your gear is not 
made. It is more grown. It is more, you know, bark and tree-like. And, of course, your saber. Yep. So, uh, Gade, what else are you going to do? So, this seems like a, a simple uh, extraction. Okay. So, Gand is going to find a team to send on the extraction. Okay. Uh, well, while he's planning out additional... Uh, while he's planning on how to use Mel to contact those that they have been able to get into slave camps as resistance cells. Um, some people you have been able to get with a communication device. Uh, others has been using through networks. Okay. I, I was assuming that they they were blind and we had to contact them through a physical person. So, uh, you've got a few that are able to communicate through uh, a device that's been stored, but um, other than that, a lot of it is third party communications, multi different party communications mm -hmm. type thing. So that's just most of it. Gans player is still trying to figure out how to use what experience he has. <laughs> what are you planning? Just enough to get something good, but it's not enough to build Gans the way I would want to, and so I'm having to sit here and figure things out. But uh, Gand will probably look at, uh, have the droid come back over and bring up a chart of uh, known fleet cell locations and see if there's anyone close to that planet. Okay. Um, give me a leadership check to see if you can get anywhere. Let's see what we can do about that now. Nope. Can't buy it. I won. Kruger won. So, yeah. Well, we, we spent 10 of our experience on improving leadership. That's what we did. <laughs> Makes as much sense as anything. You got a success, and you got a uh, triumph effect. Don't remember what the triumph effects for leadership are, and that book's in another room. Right, we second. give, like, special bonuses to those people. Yeah. Or sometimes a free maneuver. Cool. Uh, I, I give them a bonus to their uh, extraction. Okay. Of, of, the, of the team. All right. Yeah, you can give NPC becomes uh, a recurring faithful follower. Ooh, the little droid. It's an astromech. <laughs> and stuff. Um, okay, uh, you send off. They you you able to contact a, another or fellow 
uh, resistance fighter, and they are able to help you out, which is going to take them, you know, about two weeks to get there, and probably about a two-week extraction. Where do you want them to take everybody? Uh, I want them to go back to ground like we have been doing. So just combine them. Just combine the forces. Yeah. Okay. My dogs are going crazy because I think our pizza is here. I don't know. Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Deep dish Chicago style pizza. Mm. Yeah, where be, be, be concerned when pizza calls out for you. <laughs> so, all right. Um, other than that, uh, Gand, uh, you walk back into the control center and you see, uh, not Gand, uh, Gareth. You walk back. You walk into the command center and you see Gand and Gil uh, looking over a console, uh, making some chatter about what's going on. Mel, what are you currently doing? Think about what you're going to be doing after Gareth. Uh, I imagine Mel's just recently returned from a mission, kind of reconnecting at the base that they're at. Okay. Kind of then comes all in, there's no emergency. All right. All of y'all are now back in the control center. Um, you just now hear Gand make a call and command a, another fleet to go help out a stranded fleet. What are you planning on doing now? <sighs> Gareth walks in, huffing and puffing, kind of bored. What's uh, what's next? What do we gotta do? Gareth, this one assumes you want to go blow something up. Uh, I mean, it would be better than lugging boxes to a giant slug. <laughs> The giant slug is our business partner. The giant slug doesn't let me blow things up. In the giant slug's defense, Mel says, stepping into the room, he did try to blow you up. <laughs> <laughs> which, which admittedly would be something you could have blown up. <sighs> you make great points. But moving on. <laughs> what are we doing? What is the plan? This one thinks we need to find a way to get Mel in front of... Uh, of... Uh, th th this one thinks that the symbolic victory of taking out... Uh, a, a, a Dark Lord would, would be... Possibly the best would be for the good of the people. Um, but this one has no easy way of arranging the meeting of Mel and a Dark Lord. Are we talking about one of these Wraith Boogeymen folk? I I'm talking about their boss. Okay, because I would have assumed... Ooh, hello. Uh, I would have assumed by now that Mel's taken out one or two. Zero. Zero? Uh, I mean, I don't... Garrett doesn't know that. No. It hasn't been the priority. Priority? People isn't always the same as killing people. Well, I mean, I guess it's not really 
Rebel fashion to string someone up. You can speak only to the Jedi Code, which I've spent some time studying, and the teachings of Benar, but neither necessarily see the merits of stringing someone up. I mean, people can sleep a lot easier if they see the boogeyman dead. My, my, my religion has no proclivities to stringing those up, but... Uh... So how are you going to do this? What are, you, are you going to be looking for her specifically, or what are you going to do to try to get her attention? As you open your mouth, Gil, you feel this nudge at your foot. And like something bounces on your foot. Gil immediately recognizes that bounce. You you look down and you see this rolling bot kind of bounce into you. And then you hear Gilboy fly in. I present Gil Kid. Um, Gilbot immediately looks down uh, <laughs> after seeing Gilbot Boy and is shocked because the familiarity of this little bouncing uh, bot turned out to not be at all what she thought it was. Um, she looks over to Gilboy and says, Gilboy, have you created this? Yes. Have you done it for vengeance? Well... I don't want to blow up, so I'll make him blow up instead. Wait, do we? Is it a bomb? Yes. Did your bomb build a bomb? I have a self-replicating bomb. <laughs> um, a look of concern fills Mel's eyes. This hand and slow claps. Ah, uh, can you make another one? Can you make another one that listens to me? No, Gareth, you are not very confident and not very trustworthy. Gilboy, <laughs> can, can you make a minefield of them? Mother, may I? <laughs> My child. As long minefield would be a, would give us a very nice edge. Do I have permission to make more kids? Please say yes. That is Jackie, in character, by the way. I think Jackie froze. <laughs> no! <laughs> Jackie's screen froze. <laughs> <laughs> there, oh, there she's coming back. Gilbot was so shocked by everything that happened that she short-circuited for just a brief moment to uh, process all of this. Uh, she looks over to, uh, to Gan. She doesn't know what a... No! Gan... Gilbot's so freezing up at the most impromptu time. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Gil right, Boy just make waits. as many bombs as you like. Gilboy looks over at you, Gareth. 
Shut up, incompetent one. Gilbot <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks back over to Gan and says, I'm sorry, that second time was heartburn. Uh, <laughs> before we do anything... I did not know that droids could get heartburn. I did not either. <laughs> I am as surprised as you are. I think, Gand, that it is time that I remove the bomb from my Gilboy and put it in maybe... Maybe non-sentient droids might be the answer, rather than blowing up sentient droids. That, that's exactly what the plan is. But that's if we a very good have, plan. I'm glad I came up with it. If so I have to... Up, are you telling me I have to kill my kid? <laughs> oh, no! Uh... Gilbot straightens up for a moment and uh, puts her hand towards Gilboy and says, Yes. Holy shit. Okay. You feel the the little droid start shaking and frizzing out and explodes right near your leg. Jackie freeze again? Oh my god. As you froze up again, <laughs> Jackie's having a lot of internet problems. It's extremely overwhelming for Gilbot. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she can handle all of these crucial decisions for the next three minutes. Um, the bot moves up, starts shaking, attaches to your leg, and blows off and blows away from you. As a directed charge, it rips off your leg and you fall. Well, it's a good thing she took all those mechanic skills. Well, I guess I fall. <laughs> we need to figure out if these bombs are randomized. <laughs> I so, think I'm do I make more down. kids or do I just make bombs? Make bombs that can reproduce. Just don't push him. He is a child droid. I don't want him to blow up in miscalculations. If he does, it needs to be at a very crucial moment, or else his death is in vain. Um, I need more bombs. I used mine on the Gil kids. Get this bot more bombs! What Garrett said. I'm sorry, Gilbomb. Did you say Gil Kid or Gil Kids? There's some shrapnel in my uh, uh, auditory receptacles from that last explosion there. <laughs> Kids. I don't even know what we're going to do with them yet, but this is so great. I have nine now. Themselves. We can send them out into the void of space to protect our ships. And they build <laughs> mines as a minefield around our ships. Give me one second. Y'all figure that out real quick. I'll be right so back. <laughs> well, says I'm going to go meditate. I've murdered ten people today, and I feel less bad about my actions. And I need to consider that. 
She steps out of the room. Have fun. Make friends. I look up at, uh... Meditative practice is very good for the soul, uh, Gara. Yeah, well... Here we I are. was really hoping that she was going to assist me before her exit. <laughs> Apparently she's not. Uh, she's kind of a jerk. Remember that Mel doesn't work with technology anymore. But I am not technology. I am her best friend. Her very best. So, what do you want to do with the other kids? I don't want them near my leg. <laughs> that, that, that's probably wise. All of a sudden, you hear this little moving noise coming through the door. As a bunch of other wheeled-type bots start rolling in. They're all small. Maybe, you know, five or, you know, six inches long. About five or six inches tall. Wait, wait, wait. Are these all bombs? Yes. These are all the kids. Okay. Congratulations, Gilboy. I taught him that. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, where do you want me them to blow up? I can do Not that now. Not here. Not oh. right now. No. <laughs> Can't tell them to not blow up here. They don't think I'm competent. We, we don't need them <laughs> blowing up on our own ships. Oh. We Mom? need them blowing up on the enemy ships. Where Possibly do I... the outer hulls of enemy ships. As Jackie goes during the most rewards <laughs> time to go. Um, so, um, what plan are you going to do to try? Are you going to try to find them? Are you going to go try to get Wraiths out? Or are you going to do what as nine bombs just come wheeling into the facility? Can each of the bombs make more bombs, Gil Boy? No, I can only make Gil Kids. Could you make the Gil Kids so that they could make more Gil Kids? No. Not there. I'm changing their name. They were no longer Gil Kids. They're Gil Kills. Ooh. It gets better and better! Um... Gilbot is so excited. Um, she can barely contain herself. She's in uh, extreme distress over the leg, but she knows she's in a safe place. Um, she looks over to Gilboy and asks, uh, are they capable of taking orders from only you? You are their captain? No, I'm their father. He's their father. Just like you're my mother... You're their grandmother. Uh, Gilbot looks over to her gill kills with her arms wide open. You are my grand creations. <laughs> I am the possessor of Gilboy. Therefore, I am your great possessor. You can follow my commands as well. She looks over to Gond and Gareth and says, They're only going to listen to him or me. 
I doubt they can be organized like Just an army. Me. Just him. He might give me permission. He's his own bot now, so I can't tell him what to do. It's hard being a mother. You know, I should be less comfortable, but I'm really not. <laughs> that, Gam agrees with Garrett. <laughs> All right. What's what are we doing now? What's the what's the next party? Where are we going? Uh, Malokia, Gan says over comms. Not sorry to bother your uh, meditation, but do you know of any Sith strongholds that might that, that could use some exploding? There's no response for a few minutes, and uh, eventually Mel walks back into the room. Um, she says, I'm not certain. What um, What did you have in mind? Uh, Gand, uh, Gand gestures to Gil family. <sighs> Nine of those are bombs. How many of them are people? Two. Carry on. Automaton sentient are not the same thing. Uh, Gan uh, proceeds to say, well, Gilboy built us some bombs that are automated and can move on their own. And we want to know where Gilboy's special unit can go uh, be most effective. And you're the one who's been out among the people. Fair enough. Um, show me some astrometric charts and I'll give, point you to a couple of locations. Um, Mel maps at a few coordinates. Um, this is a slaver stronghold. This is mostly a trading post. Um, this is a military fortification. It's adjacent to a small population of civilians, most of whom are loyalists. Um, there's so some softer tactics. Sounds good. Let, let's send them to the military and loyalist camp. Very well. They Guilt have some boy. perimeter defenses. I'll send you some details. How would you like to have your own command? Depends. What do you want? Well... You want to take the fight to them, evidently, with your creations. Why don't we make you the one in charge of the, the droid sappers? Um, Mom? As long as we remove your bomb... And you are sure to make sure that you are functioning properly. And that I can see him daily. He needs to be back at my quarters at a certain time. He is a young child bot. My bomb has been diffused. That's how I made these. He uh, said that like three times. Well, in my defense, I have three limbs. <laughs> None of which are your auditory processors. 
<laughs> I did not state that. My auditory processors might also be damaged. It's hard to tell because a lot of my processing processors are damaged. <laughs> I need bomb material. May I acquire grenades from the armory? May he acquire grenades from the armory? Yes. Yes. How many do I get to make? How many, many grenades do we have? <laughs> You're the one in charge of the droid sappers. You you determine how many uh, soldiers you will need. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> you don't think we should have told him how big the facility was or anything like that? No, Gan gave him that. He he would have uploaded. Oh, okay. The facility. Okay. The target. He leaves. And right before he gets to the door, and all of them leave. Turns back, goodbye, mother, and goes. Goodbye. They grow up so fast. <laughs> they blow up so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, is Gil is missing a leg. Gilbot um, swings her attached leg around her back and stands up on her two very large arms and walks out. By pedally via her arms. <laughs> I will be going to repairs. Good show. Alright, uh, we're going to go and cut it right here because it's a good stopping point because y'all are going to try to figure out how to attract the wraiths and start hitting them. Uh, I want you to get a good plan. Uh, the, like I said, um, figure out what you're going to need, how you're going to do it as a team, and where you want to hit. Um, you can search your rumors. Uh, go and give me uh, some streetwise rolls, and I will give you some information to get you started on this mission. Let's see. Do you want us all to make that check, or just... Uh... Whoever wants to make the streetwise rolls. I mean, I'll Mel, you'll be like, so... I've got, I've got two yellow dice in streetwise. I can just see good? Mel walking up to somebody. So, where are the wraiths? And it's like in the middle of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, two purple? Two purple. So I'm going to yeah. make it a purple and a red? Oh. <laughs> so it's uh, it's this check? Yeah. I'm going to make it harder? Um, I guess... I'm uh, actually pretty good at this! <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at this, he says. As he... Fails. That's six advantage. <laughs> Do you want to... Flip a point to get a success. Oh wait, uh, I can just I can actually just reroll reroll any number of positive dice. So I'm going to reroll two of the green dice. So I'm going to reroll the two that are just one advantage. Gotcha. There you go. So I subtract two advantage, which means I get one advantage, which doubles to two, and then I get six successes. Okay. No, wait, that's not the number. Four successes. Okay. So you definitely figure some stuff out after you probably trip. <laughs> details, details. You do find out that um, there has been rumor of at least two wraiths on this one planet that is nearest the inner, uh, inner uh, most planets that has been terrorizing 
the locals to make sure that they work faster for their mining capability. Not a slave planet, but they need the minerals that are here and they are making them work harder. And there was a small revolt and two of them are stationed here to stop them from revolting again and to that keep them in line. Like planet we could liberate. Hmm. Uh, it is a desert-like planet. Uh, it is decently small, uh, comparatively. And uh, there are roughly about 20 settlements on here. Most are mining colonies. Like an ice planet or a desert planet. There's no bar planet. There's no tropical island planet. There's no fucking just normal fucking plains planet. It's desert or ice. That's because Dantooine got blown up in in uh, the original uh, three movies. Dantooine was mostly plains at one point. Also, the Goldilocks zone in some galaxies is really, really tiny. Yes. Barely fit a couple planets in there. Yeah, well. Yeah. I really hope that when <laughs> my gill kills go off, that they say. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is an amazing way to end. Jesus Christ. Jackie crashes. They don't say anything. They just blow up. <laughs> and with that, guys, we'll be out. We'll find out what they find what they say later. Good night. Good night. Bye. I can't believe that's how it fucking ended. Oh.